Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. Metro exists to exalt God and equip people. Here at Metro, we long to become a community that celebrates the presence of God, communicates the Word of God, demonstrates the love of God, and educates the people of God. Everything we do revolves around this core mission and vision. We are so glad you are here today to listen to this week's podcast. It is our prayer that this message encourages you and equips you to be like Christ in all aspects of your life. Enjoy today's message. As Lindsay always says, turn to your family members and greet them. I'm just copying him, but you all probably might have greeted them, isn't it? But if you have not done that, you can do it right now. Amen. Hallelujah. What a joy for us to begin this new year on this Sunday morning. We're so delighted, God. You know, man, speak of first Sunday, we had all that uh, was going against us. First, car breakdown. You know, we could not, we could start our car. We were stuck there. And then we had to call someone to come and help us. Now here I come, I put on the mic- microphone. That just breaks. <laughs> Thank God we had a backup plan. Yes. Uh, maybe the Holy Spirit is reminding us something, isn't it? Not to trust in our own abilities and strengths but rather to trust in him. Amen. I want to so delighted to see you all. And if you were not here joining us on 31st night, uh, but even if you were here, we want to take this time once again to wish you a very joyous and blessed 2021. We pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to bless you in this year. May this year be a year of great abundance, super abundance. Amen. Let, let this be a year of God's restoration. Amen. What was lost or what, what, what we lost in 2020, may God restore it back hundredfold this year. Amen. We believe and we trust in the Lord for that. Let him, let him restore health to us. Let him restore healing to us. Amen. Uh, our fortunes. You know, let him establish a community. You know, we, will not, we will not be decreasing, but rather we will be increasing. Remember and, remember and speak as, uh, Jeremiah 30, verse 16, 17, 18, and 19, and 33. Hallelujah. Speak those promises of God over your life. Amen. The Lord says that he wants to be the Lord who is righteous. Lord is our righteousness. Yehovah Sitkenu. He's going to be our righteousness in 2021. Amen. This morning, allow me to share with you um, something that I was supposed to share a few days ago, but how many of you know that, uh, I mean, you don't know probably this, uh, but let me just share with you. I had to change my 31st night sermon just three hours before coming to church. I prepared a sermon. I sent that sermon out. I sent the script to Samson and also uh, the bullet points. But somehow at five o'clock, the heart was restless, got a couple of phone calls, and I felt in my, it, there is a tug in my heart to speak from Jeremiah 29. That was not my intended passage for uh, this one I'm going to share right now is the internet passage that I wanted to share on 31st night. But God has some unique plans. Because after that, um, when we were sitting down, after the meeting is over, I was sitting with one young man and he was saying that he was been praying to God that, that night before coming to the 31st night meeting. And he asked the Lord and the Lord gave him the same passage. And he said, Lord, confirm this passage to me tonight. And when he came here, he sat here. When I opened up the scripture, he said, Pastor, you don't know, but I was crying the whole time when you were speaking, even though I didn't get much time to speak, but he said, I was crying the whole time because exactly those words that I was been speaking to myself, the Lord was just speaking. I said, Lord, have you abandoned me? Have you, have, have you, I, I'm so, I, I feel so isolated. I feel so rejected. I feel so lonely. 
But in those moments, the Holy Spirit reminded me, he assured me that I have not abandoned you, but I know the plans I have for your life. So sometimes, uh, uh, you know, not sometimes, I think, you know, Holy Spirit sometimes just changes the entire message in its entirety. But what does, the, what does the Holy Spirit want us as a church to be in 2021? And I'm going to take you uh, trusting in the Holy Spirit, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. We won't read the entire chapter. Verse 3 to 12 is the passage that I want to bring before you. Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 3 to 12. Look back to 2020. What a year it has been. Many of our plans got disrupted. We had to readjust many things because of a tiny unseen virus. We had to literally cover our faces and we are doing that even right now. We had to maintain our distances. We are doing that. Almost for six months in 2020, the church facility was closed down. Had someone told us in 2020 beginning that that would be, that, that, that was going to happen, we would not have believed that easily. But then trusting in God, we opened up in September. Again, we had to shut down for a few more weeks in October. But thank God that at least some of us were able to meet regularly after that. Fellowship meetings became virtual gatherings. So many challenges. We were literally in uncharted territory and with very limited resources. We didn't know how to cope with the situations that were before us. Many of our children, many of our people got graduated last year, but not big graduation parties. We had to limit it to few people. Celebrations were discarded. Marriages, which were 800, 900 people long, you know, had to be cut down to, I attended one wedding where we were only 16 of us for the wedding. We all sat around one table and had our marriage uh, lunch. So many things, so many things happened. Babies were born to many of our families where the husband had to go with the wife and he had to stay there for the next two days till the delivery is over and he brings, comes back with the baby. Nobody else can go because of COVID situations. We lost uh, some mothers in our church. They passed on to eternity. Funeral services were very unusual than what we had seen before. Families in our church got positive with COVID, several of them. And we rallied with them. We prayed with them as a church body. We supported them, cared for them, and we saw them come out of their situation. And even right now, there are a few families that are still going through COVID, and we're continuing to pray for them. So in the midst of these unprecedented challenges that arose, the church stood up and stood up in prayer. We comforted each other. We learned. We educated each other through this pandemic. In many ways, I'll tell you, we became more conscious and aware of who we are and who are our families. One thing that the Holy Spirit taught us in 2020 was that the power of prayer. And I will not go again to dwell on that. You all, we all have tasted and seen that, the power of prayer. One of the books that I had the opportunity to read towards uh, in, in December was a book by Tom Rayner, The Church, uh, The Post-Quarantine Church, a very newly written book, written in the last few months. And Tom Rayner um, writes in that book about the challenges that are there and the opportunities that are there for the church through the, through the quarantine and the post-quarantine church. And one of the things that he says in this chapter is that we must take prayer to a whole new level. Because think about the early church. 
when jesus said you shall be my witnesses in jerusalem in judea in samaria even to the uttermost parts of the earth jesus didn't give them a blueprint as to how and what they should do he didn't give them any plans what did the church do they came back they were looking intently up to us, up to the heavens where is jesus gone and then suddenly the angel came and said you know don't be don't be looking up you you're not supposed to be standing up you have a big task to do so they came back 120 of them they gathered together in acts chapter 1 verse 14 you read including the mother of jesus priority of prayer they they understood the priority of prayer including the mother of jesus luke the historian luke the doctor writes it jesus mother also felt that this was a most appropriate thing to do that what let us all come together in prayer so tom rainer writes in his book that prayer must go on to a whole new level even for a church in a post quarantine age is not that prayer goes down but it needs to continue to grow up hallelujah paul uh, you know we had during the fasting prayer meetings on friday morning in the last several months you know thank god that we were able to finish first thessalonians the last chapter is remaining uh, of second thessalonians chapter 3 but that's more of a practical exhortation so i considered that we have almost done these two books uh, in the last several months um we went verse by verse so i don't going to go into all the details but just few things that the holy spirit is reminding us what is god's call for his church in 2021 coming to thessalonians chapter 1 four things let me share very quickly number 1 god wants the church to continue to grow in faith and increase in our love growing faith increasing love number 2 god wants church to be persevering or being steadfast in afflictions steadfast in affliction God also wants the church to be resting in God's vindication resting in God's vindication and fourthly God wants the church to be excelling in good works excelling in good works verse 3 to 12 if you read you will find uh, the details of all that i'm going to skip several of the my introduction that i wanted to give because of uh, the lack of time but let me share with you these four aspects very quickly what is god teaching us what is god teaching us you know the church in thessalonica thessalonica was facing opposition they were going through suffering they were going through pain and one of the one of the biggest questions that we ever ask when we go through pain and suffering and agony is god where are your promises god why are we suffering and these are exactly the same questions that this small you know young church is asking there was a time you know paul could not bear to see this church how they are faring he didn't know what to do so what he, he was he was in second in first thessalonians chapter 2 he says i was so desperate to see you face to face to see you face to face so that i sent timothy to inquire about your faith how you are standing in faith and timothy came went and saw their faith their love their hope he came back with a report to paul and paul writes his letter to them there were some some concerns in the mind of paul but more than that he was exhorting this small church but they were going through opposition they were going through a hard time and one of the question they were asking is lord why are we going through this suffering where are you lord when life hurts and these are questions that we often ask why would you allow this to happen to us why so many people have to die we would have asked this question several times in the middle of covid 358000 people in our nation itself 1.8 million people just gone in the last one one year due to covid i'll tell you church to some of these questions we may not find an adequate answer 
we may not find an adequate answer. One of the things that happens in, in, in moments like this is it takes a big blow on our faith. Because sometimes we think, is my theology even right? If God is so good, God is so loving, God is, why is allowing these things? Why is allowing suffering to happen? These are some of the questions. And Paul takes them on a journey by reminding them some of, some of those things. He continues to build on their hope and their faith. He wants, he, he actually kind of like brags about this young church, about their growing faith and their increasing love. But he says, don't stop there. You need to continue to grow in your faith. You need to continue to increase your love for one another. Why is he so proud of them? He's so proud of them. Or why, what is the reason he says that you must continue to increase in love? You must continue to grow in your faith. You must come to 1 Thessalonians chapter uh, 3. Then you will understand. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5. He says, for this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith. For fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. So what is the reason that Paul wants them to continue to grow in their faith is because he understands that these are hard and difficult times and the tempter is always there. The battle is not over. The war has been won by Jesus on the cross, but the battle continues for the church on a constant basis. Church, this is where you and I come in. We will continue to face the battle that the enemy brings in. Just because we stepped into new year doesn't mean the battle is over. It will be newer battles. It will be newer challenges. But remember always that the war has already been won on the cross of Calvary. We stand in the finished work of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. The temptation will always be there. The tempter is always there. So Paul understands that this is a young church. And they need to understand that, hallelujah. The temptation will be there. The tempter is there. And I pray, I sent Timothy to you so that I want to see you grow strong. Have stronger muscles in your faith. Strong muscles in your faith. You know, the other day we were talking to Basil Linson and he was sharing that when he hit college uh, in UD Austin, in his first class, philosophy 101, isn't it? And the Professor comes in and says, God is dead. You have, been in, you have been in your church all your life. In church, you have heard sermons after sermons speaking what? There is God who loves you. But all of a sudden, you come to your philosophy 101 class and they, the first question that the professor says is, or the statement he makes is, God is dead. It challenged him. It, it rattled his faith. And for the next year and a half, he, he battled anxiety. He, he, he became an agnostic. Do I really even know that God exists or not? But thanks be to God that through godly intercessors and through godly intervention, people who spoke to him, he came back to his faith. He found his roots. But many of our children going to secular universities, atheistic universities, humanistic universities, this is what they're going to face. And their faith will be shattered, will be challenged. We need to develop muscles, stronger muscles of faith. And that's exactly what Paul is saying. The tempter will always be there. Just because we entered into a new year doesn't mean temptation is over. All the challenges of 2020 are over. No, it is a continuation. It will continue till you and I die. Or until Christ comes, this will continue on. So Paul says, I want you to continue to grow in your faith. But he also says that, I want you to continue to increase in your love. 
Why, Paul? Why would he want them to continue to increase in love? Verse 11, 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 11. This is what Paul says. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you. So love first for one another and then for all. Church, there must be a genuine love for one another. You know, what can we do? What exercises can we do to, to increase our love for one another? You know, this pandemic is something uh, that I've been doing practically. Previously, I used to call my mom at least one, twice, twice a week. But in the pandemic, you know, we made this ag agreement. I will call her every other day. And my brother will call her every day. Because he lives in Hyderabad, so he can call her every day. So throughout this pandemic, that has been our, that has been our uh, regular uh, theme. So I will call every other day. And then I made another small step is every Sunday morning before I step into the sanctuary, I will call her. And I can, I, can I tell you like throughout the last 2020, except for one Sunday that I called, she didn't answer. That has been a constant. That remained as a constant. Just to say, mom, we're going to church or on the way to church, driving to church, pulled up in church, about to enter the church. You know, just a small step. But just to let her know that we love you. I know you are missing us, you know. I know that you are alone by yourself in the house. But I just wanted, and then I talked to some of our parents. I'm not telling you honestly. Some of our parents in India, I call them once in a while. And I'm sometimes sad that many of our families are not calling their parents, maybe for weeks. It saddens me, you know, why should we? Why are we so much caught up in, in this world that we don't get time to find and call our parents? And they are so sad. They are by themselves sometimes, you know. But church, this is in this in this 2021. Let 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 us let us take a step, Lord. Not only I will see that my faith is strengthened, but also my love is enlarged, Lord. That I will try to go an extra step, Lord. If I need to make it count, Lord, so to show someone that I care and I love, I will make it count. You know, the other day when I was sharing, I was sharing the same thing. You know, see, think about it. 2,700 years back. When God gave a message to Jeremiah, he didn't say, he didn't, he didn't commit to anyone else. Hey, when you go to Babylon or you go the next batch as exile, you share this message. No, he, take, he took the pain to write it in a letter and send it to them. Today, you know, we have got much faster, much more faster, what do you say, technological improvement. All it takes is a text message. All it takes is a text message. Maybe a text message this morning, church, I'm encouraging you. Maybe you want to send to someone to whom you have not spoken maybe for days or months or years. Maybe send them a message, say, hey, I think about you. Happy New Year. And you know, there's no, no other greater time than this time of the year when you can send a message wishing them and praying for them. And they, are, they will not, never be surprised. I'm telling you honestly. They will never be surprised. Why? Because it's a new year. And maybe this will be the beginning of a new relationship. Maybe the relationships will mend. Paul is saying, I want church, I want you, I'm commending you, but I'm also wanting that you continue to increase and continue to be strengthened in your faith, continue to be increased in your love. Amen? Church, get ready for some faith-stretching trials that may come your way. Your faith is going to be tested. Get ready for some love-strengthening challenges. Yes, God is, going to, God is going to give you that opportunity of some faith for some love-strengthening challenges. When God gives us those challenges, let's not be found wanting. May our faith and love be spoken. You know, 
Paul in first chapter in, in first Thessalonians he write he writes in chapter 1 your faith your love your hope is spoken of in all of Macedonia your faith your love and your hope is spoken of all of Achaia i tell you church hallelujah in this in this 2021 let us take this challenge let people speak about your faith and my faith your love and my love in the whole of Dallas Fort Worth metroplex we say an amen to that hallelujah let people say Yes, see the love of these people. See the faith of these people. Let them speak about your faith. Let them speak about. Let them not talk about how well we we present ourselves on the social media, but how how much is our faith? How much is our love for one another? Let them speak about that. Amen. Do you want to sound your faith? And Paul says, because of that, the gospel is sounding forth in the whole of Europe. Because of your faith, ningala vishwasam mohanram. Hallelujah. Amen. The the faith is going forward. and it's sounding forth hallelujah paul says continue to persevere in afflictions verse 4 of second thessalonians chapter 1 if you read he says you continue persevere in afflictions or be steadfast in afflictions in in first thessalonians chapter 3 verse 3 already paul mentioned that we are destined for afflictions we are destined for afflictions let me tell you church pain suffering troubles they are all part of god's curriculum they're all part of god's syllabus for us it is not an elective that you can think okay this is an elective i can skip it this is not the major course or i cannot even audit or i can take it from far you know auditing class some of you may have done that this is not something like that pain suffering agony this will be part and parcel of our life covid or no covid this is going to be there it may be other challenges that we may face but it is going to be there it is a givenness of the post genesis 3 to revelation 20 but you are living you and i are living within what genesis 3 and revelation 20 so between these chapters you and i are living so because of that because of sin and because of its consequences you and i will continue to face these challenges so it is a givenness but in the middle of those afflictions in the middle of those severe trials you and i must be steadfast that's what paul is saying we're so thankful to god that you are steadfast you know paul says i i am so thankful to god you know because of your steadfastness and your faith in all your persecution and in the afflictions that you are enduring church this morning can i tell you suffering whether it is spiritual physical emotional or mental can tempt us sometimes to drop out of god's program of sanctification because every suffering is sanctifying you and me every suffering is sanctifying you and me making you and me become more like his son jesus christ and if jesus had to endure suffering tell you tell this church you and i will also have to endure this this is a this is a class that you and i can never miss this will be there with us hallelujah amen afflictions and troubles are always part of our human existence number 3 paul says you need to continue to rest in god's vindication verse 6 and 7 he says paul encourages these believers that during the time of the trials and suffering all the need is to endure afflictions and suffering but as they endure them you just take a pause and rest in what rest in the vindication that comes as for the believers verse 6 and 7 if you read 
since indeed God considers it just to repay with affliction those who afflict you and to grant relief to you who are afflicted as well as to us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire inflicting in inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ rest in God's righteous vindication often time our prayer would be this lord take away this pain from me stop this suffering lord end this trial lord end this covid yes we have prayed that and we will continue to pray that that is our prayer that is our human uh, way of thinking because that's what we want we want the suffering to end lord bring us back to the normal let things be normal you know paul paul never wanted them to pray that he never wanted them to pray that you know one 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 of the examples you know uh, imagery that you can think is about a wine press think about it like this covid-19 was a wine press that god put you and me but has he put us in the wine press many times we got so focused on the wine press not thinking about what is coming out of the wine press but here as paul says he says that as you were put in the wine press your faith was coming out your hope was coming out your love was coming out these are qualities that must come out as you are put in the wine press of affliction kashtadada teechulekethu devam enne ningale aaki vekkumbol adilnu nammal palapolum aa kashtada maatram nokki adilekku nammada kannugal vekkumbol paulus oda paraya adinte madhyathil ningade vishwasam ningade sneham ningale pratyashaya idakke fruit aayittu porthu vannathu hallelujah He's saying rest in God's vindication. Why? Because ultimately the final word will be your God's word. Ultimately the finality will be your God's final word. It is not sin. It is not Satan. It is not the powers and the schemes of the enemy that will have the last word on your life. This morning let me tell you church in 2021 the first Sunday it is not COVID-19 that will have the last word on your life. the last word on your life would be the one who said i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end he has a final word on your life amen hallelujah so what shall we do let's spend more time asking god to grow us through our groaning grow us through our groaning lord to purify us through our pain and to sanctify us through our suffering hallelujah in this new year church we need to we need to just trust in god's vindication lord I oftentimes think, you know, maybe I should react. I should react. I should respond. No. This 2021 just rest in God's vindication. He will vindicate you. He will vindicate you. This last week has been a blessed week in many ways for us as a family. For some things, you know that we've been bothered almost 6 and a half years back. Just resting in God's rather than fighting it out, we rested. But at 6 and a half years later, God brought that vindication and I'm telling you I'm not going to do the details of that but I can just test, testify to that that sometimes all it needs from you and me is to rest ourselves in God's timing because he makes all things beautiful in its time hallelujah and he is the one who can only vindicate us perfectly amen naam pradhigarikkanda karyamilla naam halil behalamichittu karyamilla ദൈവത്തിൻ്റെ കരങ്ങളൊക്കെ ഭരമേൽപ്പിക്കുക അവനത് തക്ക സമയത്ത് നിർവഹിക്കുന്ന ദൈവമെന്ന് ഒരു പ്രാവശ്യം കൂടെ ഇന്ന് പകൽക്കാലം ഞാൻ നിങ്ങളെ ഓർപ്പിക്കട്ടെ മേ ബി പീപ്പിൾ ഹവ് ഹേർട്ട് യു മേ ബി റിലേഷൻഷിപ്പ് ബ്രോക്കൺ നോട്ട് ബിക്കോസ് ഓഫ് എനിത് യു ഡേറ്റ് ജസ്റ്റ് അലൗ ഇറ്റ് ഹാ
So Paul is saying, don't, don't fret about these things. Thessalonian believers, don't even worry about hallelujah. God is going to come and he's going to come with a vindication where you will find relief for yourself and reward for yourself. Rest for yourself. Hallelujah. But oftentimes, that is not a kind of God that you and I are asking, looking for, isn't it? We want a God who wants, who'll fix, fix things very quickly. A quick fix God. That's what we, you know, but that's not what God is asking us. He wants you and me to just take some time and pause. Be still and know that I am God. Lastly, the worship team, you can come. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants us to excel in good works. Verse 9, 11 and 12 as you read, he says, To this end we always pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good and every work of faith by his power. In the name of our Lord and Jesus Christ may be glorified. Paul saying, church, my desire for you is that God will give you, God will give you the grace that you will excel in every good works. In 2021 church, we must be a church, a community that is excelling in all good works. How many of you seen the motto of Salvation Army? Anyone can say that? What is the motto of Salvation Army? Anyone? I'll give you one dollar for that. Nobody wants a dollar? Five dollars? Huh? Doing the most good. Who said that? Oh, Sunil, you said that? Oh, okay, Anish said that. Five dollars, man. Doing the most good, isn't it? You see them standing there in the wind and the cold and the rain outside of your Walmarts and your Krogers and all, just bringing the bell so that somebody will come and drop. Church, I know this is pandemic. You know, we may, uh, you know, we, and I'll, I'll tell you honestly to one thing. In 2020, we saw challenges, but in spite of the challenges, financial struggles, God enabled us to expand ministries. You know, to the glory of God, I can say this morning that from, from 75 or 78 missionaries that we had, today we have 103 missionaries starting this month that we are sponsoring as a church body. When many churches are closed down, many churches said that we cannot anymore support missionaries. Our church is saying, no, we will take some more and we will support them. I was so surprised and I was so thankful to God. Two years back, there was a piggy bank that was given to our children in the Sunday school. Dr. Stephen and Blussie, they came up with this idea of giving a piggy bank. And the Sunday school children raised funds. $1,080 they raised through the piggy bank in 2018. $1,000 they were able to send it to children who were in Goa to buy things. And they promised even that two, you know, whoever gets the, the biggest collection would get a gift. They, didn't, they were not able to give that gift. But this week, they are going to, we are going to send a gift to them. And we have Andrew Thomas here, who was one of the, you know, sorry that we are a little late, but we, we will bring it to you. You were the one of them? Yes. Andrew Thomas and Nicole, or sorry, Michelle, Michelle Chandy. Two of them who got the highest collection. Doing the most good. Maybe our, 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 our resources are limited, but that's okay. God can stretch it. God can expand it. God can use it for his glory. I believe and I trust in the Lord that more than what we did in 2020 church in 2021 let's do the most good not just financially alone not just financially maybe a word of encouragement maybe something else going an extra step going an extra mile hallelujah to be to be there and I know some of you have done that during this COVID as you got as you saw blessings come pour into you I saw and heard, I hear news that you have been going out miles driving to drop off food to people who are suffering with COVID do the most good 
that cannot be done because of our strength that can only be done by the power of the holy spirit that's what paul says i pray that in his power in his might you will be able to do the utmost good church in 2021 god wants us let's be growing in our faith let's be increasing in our love let's be steadfast in afflictions Let's continue to excel in good works. Amen. Shall we rise as we continue to worship God? Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If there is anything we can do to continue equipping you in your pursuit to be like Jesus, then please do not hesitate to reach out to us on our website at metrochurch.us. Also, if you found today's message to be inspiring and informative, then please share it with your family and friends. and leave a review on this podcast platform or on our website again thank you for joining us we are so grateful for you have a great week and god bless you and your family